Let's get right to the Tri-County Contracting Hotline and be joined. We are joined by the County Executive of the County of Milwaukee, David Crowley. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Steve? Steve and Sandy here on WTMJ. Now, we are, we are well. Hey, how's it going, Sandy? Good it, to hear your voice as well. Oh, thank you. And thanks for taking time to uh, join us because, Ben, you had some big news. The 2024 budget addressed to the Milwaukee County Board yesterday. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. We're really excited uh, because of this uh, 2024 recommended budget. Uh, it's the first time in two decades that Milwaukee County is going to be actually operating uh, with a surplus. And so instead of, you know, looking at uh, what programs or services that we would need to cut would do the least harm. For the first time in, in many, many years, Milwaukee County is now in a position to actually make some investments moving forward. So one of the reasons for that is Act 12, obviously, the the incredibly important, my, my words, a bipartisan package that sort of stabilized what was kind of an uncertain period. Talk about the uncertainty before that and, and what realities have changed since that bill was signed. Oh, absolutely. You know, when I, when I first started to run for Milwaukee County Executive, you know, my, one of my main goals was really focusing on our, our fiscal cliff that we were approaching uh, in the next couple of years. So prior uh, to the passage of, of Act 12, Milwaukee County was looking at a $100 million deficit come 2028, which means that we wouldn't know how we were going to actually invest in the programs and services, particularly non-mandated programs and services that people rely on. And so mandated programs are things like our, our court system, things related to some things related to transportation, uh, child support, things of that nature. Uh, but when you think about those non-mandated programs, some of our most used amenities, things like our Milwaukee County parks, our transit system, the things that actually improve the quality of life for all of our residents, no matter where you live in Milwaukee County, they were going to be on the chopping block. And so because of the passage of Act 12, uh, looking into this 2024 budget, we were able to capture uh, $80 million going into the next year to make sure that we could stave off cuts uh, for many of these programs and services that I just named. And so this really put us in a position uh, to make sure we can make investments. And a, and a prime example of that is, again, prior to Act 12, we we're facing a $100 million deficit. Uh, but because of Act 12, when we, as we ran our numbers, we've learned that we are now looking at about a $30 million deficit come uh, come that time. So while this this is a historic budget that we're putting forth, uh, I am not naive, as I said yesterday, and, I'm, and we're operating uh, cautiously, uh, but we are optimistic in what the future holds for not just Milwaukee County as an entity, but for all of our residents as well. It's good to hear that you're, you have it in perspective, and it sounds like you're number crunching, and one of the highlights from your recommended budget is a decrease in the property tax level, $24 million, and that is the largest in Milwaukee County history. Uh, what are the next steps to actually getting that approved by the Milwaukee County Board? Uh, well, we're going to continue to work with the board. I mean, when you think about because of Act 12, uh, it, it basically prescribes how we could actually spend certain types of savings. And so we could have we, we've already p- paid off some of our pension obligation bonds. And so when it came down to this 24 million, it was it was a decision that we had to make whether we were going to uh, put these dollars towards the unfunded liability or put these dollars towards. Uh, you know, reducing the tax burden for many of our residents within Milwaukee County. We know that inflation is top of mind for many folks, and, and people are spending more money out of their pockets for uh, their everyday needs. And so we wanted to provide some type of relief. And with this uh, $24 million decrease, the median uh, average household will see about 100 
uh, dollars coming uh, back into their pockets. And so we're going to continue to work with the Morphe County Board. Uh, but when it comes down to uh, the dollars that are being used, particularly for the property tax cut, it can only be used towards the unfunded liability, which we've already been paying towards, uh, or towards the property tax cut. And we believe uh, continuing to work with the board, uh, we'll be able to get that property tax cut. And I don't think anybody doesn't like hearing $100 back in their pocket for uh, property taxes. But you just mentioned, you know, still facing a possible $30 million deficit in 2028. How long is a property tax decrease sustainable? When do you expect to have to return? Somebody's going to have to increase the property tax again. Is that a possibility within a few years? I mean, at the end of, right now, we know we can do this with this 2024 budget. But as we begin to look towards the future, we are predicting uh, a small uh, surplus when it comes down to that 2025 budget. And then we'll start to see those deficits uh, year, at, year after year. But I think that as long as we continue to remain prudent, we don't lose uh, our eye on the ball in making sure that we are making decisions that continue to set us on this fiscal path that we've set forth since the beginning of this summer. So we know for a fact that this will be in place for uh, 2024. Uh, but again, it's going to take us working together to figure out how we make investments in the future to see if we can see these types of property tax cuts uh, for years to come. Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley joining us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. Describe your relationship with the county board. That's always, I love the the backs, backstage stuff. The, the conversations, obviously not open records, issues or anything like that or thing or private conversations mm-hmm. with multiple members but your your relationships with those individuals who frankly cast the votes describe how you've worked through those challenges well you know when it comes down to my office i believe in having an, an open door policy and so many of the board members uh, to this day still give me a call and, and really my relationship goes back to my first government start working for the milwaukee county board of supervisors back in 2011 as a legislative aide And I think that we can go back many, many years, no matter who was the county executive, we know that the relationship between the board and the executive branch hasn't necessarily been uh, of the greatest. And so for me, it was really about how do we continue to build bridges, not just with uh, our board of supervisors, but with many of the municipalities throughout Milwaukee County. And so we all agree on a lot of the work that we're doing and who we need to be serving and what type of investments we need to be making. And it's really about having many of those tough conversations. And so whether we're setting up meetings, whether I'm calling them or they're calling me, uh, we, we, ha- we have an open communication policy. And, and whether people agree with me or not, it's extremely important that we at least talk about the issues to have a better understanding of what each district absolutely needs in order to propel this community forward. Sandy's going to ask you about the Brewers contribution that's been requested of Milwaukee County, but I want to ask you this, this, this one uh, rather just kind of get to some of the things that you're proud of. Looking at this budget, I see money for transit. I see allocation for more affordable housing options. I know everybody's always proud of a tax cut. We can argue about the sustainability of that. What are you most proud of in this budget? Well, I think there's a lot of things to be proud of in this budget. One, just having the first surplus in over two decades, I think, is just something that we should all be able to hang our hat on because this is monumental for us. Uh, But when you think about the investments that we've already made in affordable housing, we're somewhat doubling down on those investments, Uh, the additional uh, millions of dollars into affordable housing development. And we're seeing the housing development happening in Brown Deer, happening in West Dallas, happening in Oak Creek. 
to make sure that we have a housing spot available for our teachers, for our public safety uh, members who are, who are working in government to make sure that they can live in the communities that they're serving. I believe when you think about uh, how we are investing upstream, particularly as it relates to our criminal justice uh, uh, system, we need to make sure that we are investing upstream because it's a lot more complicated and expensive uh, to, to actually incarcerate individuals. And so we're making sure to invest upstream in those areas, but also those individuals who are in our care, you know, making sure that when they're being released, we're giving them the proper tools and skills that they need uh, in order to become better productive citizens uh, in our community. And, and, and even when we talk about transportation, right, the fiscal cliff for our transit system is still real and alive, uh, but we've been able to stave off cuts because of this surplus. And when you think about our parks, the crown jewel of Milwaukee County, the one thing that, you know, no matter where you live, how much money you make, you all folks love to use our county parks. And so we're going to increase the investments in our parks. We're going to be adding 18 new positions and we've invested about $20 million in park facilities to make sure uh, that we can have things open, uh, like our restrooms, uh, make sure that uh, they're, they're handicap accessible and things of that nature. So when people walk into their parks, they understand uh, uh, what Milwaukee County Parks used to be and, and what our future absolutely holds uh, if we can get our fiscal situation uh, underhand. Talking with Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. And, uh, you know, the Brewers, a hot topic as we're getting into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And with the stadium proposal, a lot has been talked about about the money. $600 million, now yeah. I'm seeing the word the number $700 million bandied about. But to me, one of the biggest interesting angles of the proposal is changing the membership of the board, which is currently 13 members and includes an appointee by each of the four suburban counties that originally helped build the stadium. But what are your thoughts on the new proposal that would only be nine members and would have no representatives from Milwaukee or Milwaukee County? Well, I mean, when I, when I first read this proposal, it gave me a little bit of heartburn and I, and I want folks you know, within the Milwaukee County area, our surrounding region, to know that we want to find a way to keep the brewers right here in our own backyard because we know the impact uh, that they have, not just on our local economy, uh, but the, the impact that they have just on uh, the people who live here and who love sports in general. Uh, but we absolutely need to make sure that uh, Milwaukee County is represented. If we're going to be spending um, locally uh, seven and a half or five million dollars towards keeping the brewers here, uh, we need some representation. And it is my goal uh, to continue to work with our, our Board of Supervisors, work with the Republicans and the Democrats in the state legislature, as well as the governor, to find a proposal that is palatable to everyone, uh, not just here in Milwaukee County, but across the state as well. Uh, these are real dollars uh, that benefit our entire community and our entire state. And so we need to figure out how we continue to have these conversations. And I think that not too long ago, I, I believe Representative Brooks uh, was on a TV program and talked about uh, revisiting uh, some of the things in this proposal, uh, like the representation on the, on the stadium district board, to make sure that uh, the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County is represented. As a Milwaukee County resident and a taxpayer, I think that Milwaukee County should be represented, if that means anything to you. So we always appreciate your time. I know you're a busy, busy guy, especially today. David Crowley, Milwaukee County Executive, thanks for taking the time. Uh, anytime. Thanks, Sandy. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you both. And uh, keep doing the great work. All right. Thank you very much.